Hey Sean, how are ya? Hey buddy, it's good to be back. How are you? Yeah, good to be back. We had a great day at um, Billmore Oval yesterday, didn't we? Oh yes, it was a very good day. <laughs> oh, it was all around until the last ten minutes of the game, where three tries were let in. Oh no! Let's just say it gave everyone, including us, big heart attacks. Oh, I was starting to get pissed off, wasn't I? <laughs> yep. Oh, you should have seen. I was screaming from my lungs. No, no, no. <laughs> I was screaming. Fuck. I think every Saint Dogs fan would have been screaming that or other expletives. I know. How stupid was that streaker on the. <laughs> what a dick. My God, that streaker, man. Did that get um, shown on Channel 9? I'm not sure. I didn't see the telecast. Oh Neither did I. But my, what a dickhead to do that. Yeah, well, that's security. Yeah, I uh, wish we could have caught the ball in the stand, eh? That would have been good, you know, uh, to kick it in the tuck. Yeah, we, we were close a few times, but it was unfortunately not meant to be. Exactly. Not a good time. We... Oh, uh, look, it was very hot yesterday, Sean. I was surprised, like, the game for the players' welfare didn't get called off because it was too hot. It was very hot yesterday. It was boiling, man. Like, oh, no. I thought, honestly, they should have moved the game at least till like, later in, in the evening when it was a bit cooler. But at the end of the day, look, Indiana World made a decision to play that time and still make it go ahead regardless of the weather. So... Unfortunately, it's out of our hands. Exactly. I'm surprised. I don't know how the players can cope. Uh, you know, you think about heat stress getting involved. But normally, this time of the year, we're in round three. It's always still going to be hot, but it should get colder uh, by the time April comes around. And then people are going to whinge. It's too cold. People will whinge no matter what, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but look. It's like... Hot weather, yeah, cold weather, like, I'll still go to the footies for my team. Exactly. You know, I was, so, I was so happy to upgrade my membership to the Blue Zone, Sean. I got all my home games included. That's good. Get to seat in a designated area. I'm very happy. Good. Value for money. I cannot recommend it enough. I know. And it's easy I to was, holder. I was upset because I couldn't buy merch. And I'm, I don't understand why they don't take cash. Like, that's the most stupid thing you can do to your customers and say, especially pensioners, Sean, if they want to go, oh, we can't take cash. You've got to pay my card. Well, then that's the club's loss. Yeah, it's – everything's all cashless these days, mate. It's society's saying that way now. It's been like that ever since COVID. Oh, like, I know venues. I know Kudos Bank Arenas since COVID went cashless. But at least, it, it, Belmore was nice. At least they let me bring my two bottles of water in. And, and I was very thankful for that, you know, because they're, they're a place they won't even let you do that. Yeah, look, even at ANC, you know, they allow you to bring plastic bottles, but not metal bottles. It's not, it's... Yeah. No, it was all good because I'd never been 
to a football game in years, and I know things have changed. Now, it was an easy entry to get in. The security were very nice, actually, at Belmore. Yeah, security, they're always nice to us, you know. Like, exactly. If you're nice, if you're nice to them, you're, they'll be nice back to you. Exactly. No, nah, it's all good. And um, I had a great day yesterday, Sean. You know, except, you know how, how stupid was it? We, we arrived to McDonald's on the way home. And it took 15 minutes just to cook me a large fries. I was pissed. I honestly thought, thought something happened to you. I know, and I'm bringing you shot, shot. <laughs> I was going to hey, go I, I, in there. You know yeah. what? I, I, I rang you. I I Let's see. You okay, <laughs> dude? I thought you were talking about aliens. I know. <laughs> I think your dad was starting to get the shits. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. Before you were talking about aliens. I know. I said. I said. I said to your dad, "Look, I, I, I'm sorry. They took long. Do you want me to go off at them?" <laughs> I was about to. Now it's great to be a bulldog supporter, Sean. Um. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, do A and Z have a merch store for the Bulldogs? Yes, they do, mate. Oh, yes, they do. Good. Yeah, because I'll be going to watch them play the Cowboys. That's good. So I get my own area, and um, yeah, and no, it's just good to be in the shade. Do I don't know how the people, oh, man, were able to watch that game in the sun, you know, in the um, grass area at Belmore. Yeah. I don't know how they put up with that. You know what? I remember one game many years ago. Yeah. It was an ANZ Stadium, right? Yeah. Well, it's called Accor now. And yeah, it was twenty. It was back in 2010. And yeah. we played the Roosters, and it was so hot. I and know. ironically, we won that game 16-14. How are the players' welfare after, after heat like that? They'll probably be all exhausted, man. Like, cool. at least, you know, we're all generous enough to, you know, allow drink breaks. Well, they have to. They should. They need to. Welfare. It is, you know. It's especially in that heat. Yeah. So the second half, I thought, was uh, dragging on a bit because of the sort of couple of stoppages, silly penalties given away. The Bulldogs sort of slacking off. Um, they yeah. played great in the first. We were all cheering. We were, we were going uh, nuts in the stand where I was. Um, but, you know, you you look at the price of food and drink. When you go to a game, it's, 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 they price scalp it. Yeah, look, you're better off just buying it from, like, a supermarket or, I know. You know, or the petrol station. Oh, exactly. But how do they get away with that? Honestly, Steve, fuck, it's, it's money, mate, is what I think. Well, I guarantee you. Like, big corporations go... and they do the all they want. Yeah, and, and look, if you go to State of Origin this year to ACOR, I guarantee for the tickets, I know we get discounts, but they're fucking expensive. Big event, mate. You've been to State of Origin? I've been to a few State of Origin, Steve. The atmosphere what? is terrific. How much, how much would an average ticket cost? Oh my goodness. It wasn't it wasn't cheap, that's for sure. Put it this way. Yeah, 
Were you sitting um, near near the field, or were you like right up the back? Well, one origin we sat right at the top, right, like nosebleeds. Yeah. That was like twenty fourteen. Yeah, and that, you know we won that the series that year, and and I remember a couple of times we sat, you know, not on the front row, but like a few areas up in the front, so like we're close to the field. Yeah. And, but I had a good experience, you know. If you every origin I went, like, you know, it's 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 worth it, say the least. Yeah, I'm thinking about going this year, but if not, I'll just watch it from home, eh? Yeah. yeah especially if you've got things to do in the morning, and then you know you got to think about your commuting time, and then having to get out of the thing. You like, how long did it take for us to get out out of Belmore yesterday? It was so packed. Quite some, quite some time, dude. Or people were literally walking. All over us. Look, I, I literally stopped so that way I wouldn't lose you. I know. And I was looking for you, and then we had to wait. You know, we went. You know, had to use the port, uh, toilets there. You have to sort of wait for people. But it's only fart ass around. You go into the toilet, oh, man. You're just exhausted. Like, yeah. No, nah, it was like, awesome, man. I can't wait to go back there when they see the uh, watch the Broncos. It's a good suburban ground, Steve Belmore. It's very good. Beautiful. I like, it's got the playing surface was beautiful. It was very uh, uh, wonderful grass as well. The grass was nice. Yeah. It's probably one of the best suburban rugby league grounds, you know. Like, it's it's a shame they can't play there all the time because, you know, they've got to, it's got to be up to standards with the NRL, but... Yeah. You know, it's like all like all suburban grounds, you know, it's just I think they probably they only to me well it's obviously the club, they only use Belmore for occasions where where it would be obvious they won't be able to draw a crowd. Yeah. But like big games like if you're playing like South Sydney in you know, Good Friday, they'll play it at ANZ. Yeah. Whereas like you're playing like a team, team like the Broncos or like West Tigers. Yeah. You know, like they'll play with Belmore. Yeah. You know, well, like the, the good fighting matches, they're always good to watch. Like they're probably my favourite non grand final matches. Exactly. Why like, don't the, the Bulldogs? They, they have the atmosphere. You know, they draw yeah. a big crowd and like it's like, you know, yeah. it's like we're like watching a grand final in April. Oh, shit, yeah. I know the Bulldogs are playing South Sydney at Acor, but that's classed as a away game for some reason, but it, yet it's it's our home ground. I don't understand that. What happens when each like South Sydney, they own AMZ. Like, they also have like, oh. an agreement to, like, you know, have home games at ANZ, and every yeah. good Friday, like, each year, they would rotate between, like, Bulldogs and South Sydney to be their home game. Like, it's like one year it'll be Bulldogs home game, yeah. And another year it'll be South's home game. And to correct you there, Steve, it's actually Bulldogs home game. Yeah. Well, the on, thing on, is, in the, on this Good on Friday, the, so it's our turn. On the membership, it says you get access to one reciprocal away game with South Sydney, so that must be it. Yeah, like it's. Yes, and they would play like an A and Z, like yeah. away games. Yeah. 
But look, this year's good fighting match is our home game. Yeah. No, it'll be good, you know, get out a good Friday. So the, the, the away match will be the 8th of July. That's what you're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing I was saying about um, – I was looking up the ladder for this year's comp. Uh, Penrith, uh, are they going up to the Northern Territory later in the year? I'm not sure, Steve, but normally Parramatta do that. You know, they're going in the dry season. How the hell are they going to play that? It's going to be hot. That's the thing, Steve. Look, it's, it's, it's very warm, but somehow the, you know, well, the players get used to it. You know, look, it's, I think, you know, we'll do that just to, you know, just to, you know, expand the game, you know, bring game attention up to in an AFL state. Yeah, no, because AFL, I don't, it's, I don't think there's an AFL team in in um, Northern Territory. I know they just play like the um, state, like the rugby league do. Yeah. Oh, I feel, I feel sorry for the New South Wales Cup blokes having to play like right in the peak of the hot, the heat. Reserve graders. Yeah, yeah, but at least they got the job done. You know, that's the main thing. But I think. Well, they should have should have done at least what delayed the game on the tour's a bit cooler. But look, it's out of our hands, Steve. Whatever the NRL says goes. Exactly. What goes goes. I mean, at least they went ahead. But I was I asked that like if it ever got to a point and it hit forty degrees, would they actually call the game off and call it a draw? Has that ever happened? I'm not sure, Steve. Because that would be interesting. Um, like going, going to NFL, for instance, there's been games called off because of weather or the pitch was, or the turf was shit, and they've actually called games off. There's been games called off because of snow in, in yeah. NFL. I know, and yet they're playing on artificial turf, Sean. Yeah, it's, you know, it's... You remember uh, uh, this year's Super Bowl, the, the turf cost $800,000 for the grass. And players what, were cheap. complaining. Yeah, and they were slipping on it when they kicked off. The, and it wasn't the best turf to play on. Now, $800,000 grass, that's expensive. Yeah. The NFL's like a... They... They use a lot of money for players to make it big there, Steve. Like, all players, they get big contracts, you know, like marketing, everything. Mm. More expensive oh, than yeah. Well. Like the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. The Super Bowl is generally big yeah. business at the end of the day. Yeah, you know true. that, Sean. You know. But, uh. Yeah, you there, dude? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. You just sound sound like you're a bit far. Nah, you're all good. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 I think my headphones are dying. Ah, it's all good. But uh, no, if you want to get a replacement pair, I'll just keep chatting 
I'll be okay, buddy. I think you can hear All me right, clear, can't you? Yeah, I can hear you clear. We can edit you and make you sound good. Thanks, buddy. No, it's all good. No, it's like going back to the, uh, you know, uh, you know, rugby league versus NFL. I mean, Americans are saying that rugby league is like, like they they hit each other hard, and they're not wearing helmets now. Round one and uh, two this year, the 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 teams were playing like they're in the semi-finals, and uh, I'm watching the game right, and I'm thinking. Dude, these guys are just going all out, and it's only like round one. You know what? See, that always happens in the early rounds of the competition. You know, they all, yeah. they all go hard out because, you know, they're keen to get on the field. You know, after big pre preseason, you know, everyone wants to go back out there and basically put the shit out of each other. Yeah. I don't watch the preseason, actually. It, to me, the preseason doesn't mean anything. Like, Steve, look. Teams have won preseason games and have gone on to basically lose in the main competition. And you know, yeah. teams have lost all their preseasons and kicked us in the main competition. Like the preseason, Steve, is only there to test combinations and test exactly the gyms. That's all it does. I mean, like I remember on the Bulldogs fan forum, right? Half our fans freaked out when we lost the one child game against Cronulla, right? Yeah. Oh look. Yeah, it was a. It was, it's not ideal to lose a preseason game, but you know when. But in a day, look, look at look at where Cronulla now are now, and look where we are on the on the ladder at the moment. I know. You know I mean? Do you like, go to the preseason games or not? Nah, Steve. Look. Nah. What's the point? It's not worth even, it. It's not worth it. It means sweet FA. Look, you know the Dogs, <laughs> they, yeah. they won the preseason game against Canva. And well, we didn't have our full strength team on, nor did Cam. Yeah. yeah. You know? And these same fans who panicked and roasted the team on the fan form were the same people who blew their load in the Raiders preseason win. Like, you know, here we are now, round, going to round four, and dogs have what? Won, you know, two matches and lost one. one well, they one beat, was, you know, against beat, the what? Storms. A comp, you know, well-known competition favorite in the storm. You know that was a good game. Oh, you know? I was surprised they did because Melbourne is one of the hardest teams to beat. And round one, they defended so much against Penrith, and they managed to pull off the win in like the last um, minute. I don't know what happened this week. Why they lost? Because I, I tip I, I, I always tip Melbourne unless they're playing against the Bulldogs, our team. Like I'm correct you did, Steve, they actually just beat Parramatta round one, you know, like it's yeah. the following week. And like you know, we played well that match against Melbourne, you know, like it's to get a win in Amy Park, you know, it's it's a big deal, like, you know, we've you know, these past few couple of weeks to me have been, you know, growing pains for the team. Like it's going to be like Gus Gould said, you know, early on in the year, it's going to the roads not going to be smooth. You know, it's these next couple of years it's not going to be smooth sailing. Of course not. It's, it's yeah. not like that for any football team. You got the Redcliffe Dolphins, who are my, you know, you could say second favorite team, and I, I see, I see great potential in Redcliffe. 
Wayne Bennett's willing to take on take the job on and good on him. Wayne Bennett, he's a fantastic coach. Like he he's like you know Broncos the premierships, you know St George the premiership, and you know like South Sydney to their last grand final against the Panthers. Like yeah, know, he's, he's such a good coach. Like you know he's they ever got a documentary on Stan called Donald the Dolphins. You watched it? I haven't seen it yet, but I'd love to watch. You know because you know you get to see you know what what he's thinking like. And, well, you know, exactly. Like, you see, he's, you know, you get about a pick. You get to see his thought process on recruiting players. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's a, a coach mm. that you know, like you know, you, you just respect because he's done all in the game. Of course. So like, like when you know, Red, I would love to have had him at the Dogs. You know, he's he, he he himself admitted that like he has soft spot for him and. Like, you know, I reckon our players would have learnt a lot under him. Yeah. I mean, he coached South Sydney as well. Yeah. He coached South Sydney as well, and he's just, you know, whatever team he touches, you know, he gets him into shape. I know. It's like um, when uh, Red Redcliffe played up at Redcliffe, the fans were, that was Packed out, they were going cheering and ballistic. In there, yeah, it's it's great to see that there is a team in Queensland that they're willing to expand the competition. You know, like the Redcliffe Dolphins, they've been around for a long time, even before, even before they yeah played. You know, in the first grade rugby league, like apparently it's been going for quite some time. And Arthur Beatston, what he. He wanted the Redcliffe Dolphins to be, you know, in the competition one day. Cool. And look where they are now. And I honestly hope Redcliffe, you know, can secure a premiership. I won't be surprised if it's not too far away, mate. I mean, like, oh, I wouldn't Panthers, either. Look, you know, like, nearly, what, 10, 11 years ago, they were on the verge of bankruptcy, and then... Ironically, the current Bulldogs general manager, Phil Gould, saved yeah. them and built them up from the ground up. And they won two premierships. And he's all that to us at the moment. So how how the, how Penrith nearly go into bankruptcy? What happened to the club? Like, it was just... It was just a lot of mismanagement, Steve, you know? Like, it was Ooh. just being mismanaged all over the place. And, you know, Gus Gould, basically, you know, he got a loan from, like, James Packer. Oh, you know, shit. Well, That's well, a risk. Yeah. So if, if Penrith had a went bankrupt, what yeah. would happen? Would there be another NRL team in Penrith or would they just go to the reserve grade? Like, I wouldn't be too sure, Steve. Like it, they nearly... You know, I wouldn't be too sure, Steve, to be honest. But like Penrith, like, they were... You know, they, they had a bad loss, everything. Everything from top down was just not yeah. working out. And, you know, it took literally Gus years to get them to where they are now. I don't, I don't, under, I don't, uh, man, like, that's a huge risk to take, honestly, in a football team. That's something I would never do. Yeah, like, it's, 
You should look when you get a chance for it up on it, Steve. Yeah, well, because we are supporting our club by getting a membership. Yeah, you know, it's and what Gus is doing to the dogs right now, it's he's doing he did that to Penrith. I mean Yeah Penrith they've got a big junior nursery and you know, like, and they weren't taking advantage of it. Yeah. And like, it's disappointing that, you know, clubs like the West Tigers, you know, they've got you know, a big junior nursery out in Campbelltown. They're not using it, you know. Like, I know. Need, Campbelltown Stadium needs to be used more for the West Tigers. Number one, it's easy for the we- people in Western Sydney to go to. Number two, it's a yeah. nice home ground. I like it. And it's easy to get yeah. to, you know, instead of going to Leichhardt. Because Leichhardt, you know, you can't even get a seat at Leichhardt Oval. You've got to stand up. Yeah. I've never been to Leichhardt Oval, but... I agree with you, you know, like, I think they need to play more games up at Campbelltown. Like, it'd be easy for people to get Ooh, Exactly. To. And, you know, like, it's literally, what, a few minutes from where I live, you know? Well, yeah, like, look, it's... I've met John Scandalous. Uh, I, I, I've met John Scandalous, who used to play for the Tigers. You know, the... to me, like, they should... if they play more in Campbelltown, they'll get more bums in seats, you know, like, it's... Uh. They should, they should try at least. I heard somewhere they're going to try and make a center of excellence, excellence up in Campbelltown. Yeah. Well, you remember John Scandalos? I remember John Scandalos. Yeah, I met him. Yeah, I met him at a function at Campbelltown Catholic Club. He's a good bloke. He, he sure is, mate. Uh, he was talking about how training in the heat, you know, you know. Imagine training on a thirty-five degree day as your day job. He's talking about that, yeah. and uh, you know what it's like to be a football player. Uh, what's What's John Scandalis? Is he managing the Tigers now? I'm not sure, Steve. I think he is. And there was Bo Ryan. I, I met Bo Ryan as well when he did Bo Nose on the uh, Footy Show. You remember that? Yeah. And I don't know what's happened to the footy show. That was that was good. It's died off, man. It's not the same anymore. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when to in comparison to when Money Johns, you know, Paul Vorden, Peter Sterling and Chief Harrigan were on there, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um No, we'll wait and see. I've been playing NRL fantasy as well. I traded out two players today who were injured. That sucks when your players get injured. You know what, Steve? That's like one of the main reasons why I stopped playing because, you know, you have to always monitor, like, the websites, you know, see who's injured, who's not playing, and then after a while it just gets you and, and you know, you, like, stuff this, you know? Yeah. Oh, it gives me something to do, Sean. Yeah, I'd well, be a typical comp, Steve. All you're doing is what? Picking the winners and that's it. Exactly, I'll play that too. I, I, yeah. I traded in, uh, I think I've got three Storm players on my side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm always looking for the top ones, but when you've got a salary, you yeah, can't go over it. your salary cap. Price like real life. 
So how does the fantasy work when you 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 get points? Is it when a player scores or gets a certain amount of meters that they average? Oh, I kind of figured that out. It's for look, uh, it's on nrl.com. It's free to play. I thought, yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. Why not, mate? Except for Super Coach, I don't bother with Super Coach. Super Coach, I used to do Super Coach Steve. Did you? Watch the same deal. Yeah, same deal. Yeah. Uh, you got to pay for the subscription, and I'm like, nah. I, I played the free version of Super Coach. Oh, okay. Send it to me when you can. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, nah, it's good taking on my new endeavor, Sean, because I know when we've had, I had you on the show, I never really was interested in football, but I don't know, some reason now, I just thought, look, I'll give it a go. <laughs> I've converted you to the dark side. Exactly. No, it's good. It's and it's 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 just great to get out of the house, man. And I think we, you know, since two and a half, well, two years of lockdown, people miss it, and must have been shit going in limited capacity. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm looking forward to the season. Now, what watching sport during the pandemic was like watching a practice run. Oh shit. You know what I mean? You might as well go and watch an old grand final, Cowboys versus the Broncos. That's a good grand final. Oh. Has there ever uh, been a grand final drawn? I, there was one drawn, I think, back in the 70s. Yeah. What happened? I'm going to search up for you now. Yeah, because they never used to have yeah, the saying, golden point. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good, you know. Um, but the game's gotten faster, definitely. It's changed a lot. Um, there's so many Symbians in round one and MIAs, and oh, my God, I'm thinking, dude, Guys, settle down. You're not in the semi-finals. You don't need to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> and you can literally hear the thuds on your TV. Like yesterday, you heard a couple of thuds here and there, but yeah. it was surprising. I don't think any player got injured yesterday or HIA'd. Yeah, it's, the whole HIA now is just, you know, it's they're starting to take more precautions. Of, yeah. Did someone get sent it? off yesterday? Um, I don't think so. No, I thought no, someone got no, sent no, to the sorry. bin yesterday. Yeah. yeah, um, that's right. Um, I think it was in 1978, Manly, Cronulla, Drew. Yeah, shit. How do we play three days, like, three days later? Three days later? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Three days later, they play it. Oh, my God. I thought they'd do it a week later, man. The players be pissed. But apparently they did it because the, because the Australian kangaroo style was supposed to depart to yeah. England. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. 
They must have changed up their squad or something. Oh, man, that must have been... Yeah. How would you feel if you're a player? I know, and then you busted your ass off for 80 minutes and it's drawing. you got to do it next week. Yeah, it'd be annoying. Oh. That's why they bring in the golden point. Yeah, it's... Good idea, actually, the golden point. Like, at least it decides... I know some people don't like it, but at least it decides a winner, you know what I mean? Exactly. Well, exactly. Now, I'm thinking, like, how come uh, games, they they just don't call it a draw in, like, the early round? They they always go to um, golden point. But sometimes they, they do... I remember sometimes they used to do like golden point if mm. if both teams drew after both like hearts are called a draw. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I don't mind a draw. Actually, I quite like it because both teams get a point. A point each. You know, and plus, it was a darn bloody good game to be a draw anyway. That's it. Yeah, you know, and that's what that's what you pay to see, you know, and. Yeah, I mean, people complain, oh, it was a draw, but I think, wow, you know, these guys were willing to give it their all. It's like um, State of Origin, for instance. Queensland, I don't know how they're so dominant. They always seem to win the series. Yeah, and I'm a New South Wales supporter. Since Queensland had... Players like Jonathan Thurston retire, Cameron Smith. How do you think they'll go this year? They always kept the same side. Basically, it's because Steve they they use they've got they picked the right players. That's it. Like New South Wales, right? Yeah. As I'm a proud Blues fan, but sometimes selection wise, they make the wrong decisions. Yeah. Plus coach, I mean. Yeah. You know, for instance, they. Brad Phillips, some weird reason, you know, this involves coached, didn't want to pick Josh Harakar and a few other players that have backfired on him. Mm. I mean, look, I know Harakar, you know, was playing a bad Bulldog side last year, but that, to me, New South Wales could have used his skills, you know, to help him out of trouble last year. Yeah. But, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it, how football works. Yeah, such huge business, man. Like you said, Phil Gould having to take out a, what, a loan, second loan to buy the Penrith Panthers, man. That's, I don't know how someone can do. If you get to him, I'm pretty sure that's what he needed to do. Look, I'm not sure if, if that needed to happen, but... Yeah. Read up on them more, it will explain the full story. It's just my memory, you know. It was the time uh, South Sydney were going to go bankrupt, and I think uh, Russell Crowe ended up buying them, didn't didn't he? Yeah, he bought a Russell Crowe. Like, they kicked out the competition one stage, and they had that march back in 2002 to, to inscan them back in. What did they get like, kicked out for? 
That's you know, and how the hell they? How, I don't understand how the hell South Sydney would get kicked out of the competition. Yeah, yeah. They were kicked out of the competition in 1999. Yeah, failing the criteria for revamped team competition. Yeah, yeah. And and the Dogs were the only club to try and help them back in. But the Dogs were the only club they didn't want. Did they did not want them to get kicked out? Yeah, well, well, that's pretty nice of the Bulldogs. I mean, you don't yeah. want any NRL team to be getting kicked out because this is players' job. I know, Steve. Look, it's to me. Look, it sucks for any team to be kicked out of the competition because players and coaches are their livelihoods, and then you know it leaves fans wondering which team I'm going to support. And like nine out of ten, most fans don't. Can't bring himself to support another team. Exactly. Because, you know, like for instance, like hypothetically, if the Bulldogs were to be kicked out of the competition, like I'm saying, it's hypothetically, right? Yeah. I wouldn't bring myself to support any other team. So you wouldn't go and support West Tigers or Penrith. I don't know, Steve. Like, yeah, it's a hard one. To me, right? If the and then say, look, the Bulldogs get reinstated, I went up from the Bulldogs. Barricking the Bulldogs like I, I always would. You yeah, know? Exactly. I'll probably watch the games in neutral. Yeah. That would happen. Like it won't happen, Sean. The Bulldogs will not be getting kicked know, out Steve, of the comp. I know. I know, Steve. We're, we're a big club, mate. But I'm just saying, in a, in a hypothetical. Yeah. You see, West Tigers. The problem with the West Tigers, they don't have the amount of money, like, say Manly do to buy all the good players. They have, they don't have the very best side. They have yeah. average. I could tell yesterday how, how the Tigers were playing. Yeah. Um, I think you know, no, just, don't forget you know, any, any of these blokes to make the NRL in the first place is darn bloody good. But I would like to see, you know, you could say our home team, the West, improve and, you know, start getting to the grand final. Because they did it in 2005 with Benji Marshall. Like, that's the thing, Steve. Like, they have, they have a good junior system, but all their juniors went to other clubs. Like, mm. you know Ryan Pappenhausen from Melbourne? Yeah. He was a West junior. James Sisko, yeah. this is yeah. West Junior, yeah. Josh yeah. Rodekar, you know, yeah. basically the Tigers coach at the time, so he wasn't good enough, joined Melbourne, won a couple of grand finals, and then, you know, he's, he decided he wanted to come back to Sydney, and Dogs and Tigers were in the run form, and he chose the Dogs. Wow. You know, like... So the the well, this is the business of the NRL. I mean, I know Robbie Farrell was having problems with the West Tigers coach. I don't, know, I don't know what the hell was going on. He wasn't agreeing with getting along with him. Yeah, like they, the, the West seem to be gone through coaches like Lolly Stephen. Yet, no one thought to think maybe it's a play roster. Yeah, true. It's not an easy job to be an NRL coach, Sean. It's not like. Like Nick uh, Potter, the Brown Bulldogs assistant, he was West mm, Tigers coach. Yeah. And then 
you know, he took a break from the game for a couple of years and coached, like, you know, the Mounties reserve grade team. And then last year after Trent Broward was thrown the door, mm. he got a, you know, coach just for the rest of the year last year. And he, you know, improved us a bit, you know. Mm. We won more games under him. Why was Trent Barrett sacked from the Bulldogs? He just wasn't getting results that was required, Steve. You know, it was... Unfortunately, he just... Wasn't well, Des, Des has, like, coached our team, and he, he he's supposed to be one of the best coaches. Steve, look... Des, look, my view on Des Hasler is just very bad. Like, it's... You know, it's just what he what he did to the club. You know, is part of the reason why we've been sh- we're shit for years. What did he you do? Know, well, I'll give a brief summary because you know, like, I don't want to bore people to death. But no, it's all good. To those listeners, like to to all, to all listeners here, like you know, when what has it did to the club was he back-ended him in the previous administration they back-ended a lot of contracts yeah which basically in simple English means that a player's salary would go up each and every year for the duration of their contract yeah in rugby league or in sport it's called a back-ended deal and some players had ratchet clauses which meant if the salary cap rose so would a player's salary yeah. And what happened, right? Administrate, the previous administration miscalculated the salary cap increase. And they signed players. Yeah. Signed a couple of players, which causes go a bit over the cap. Yeah. On top of the back end of deals, which caused a lot of players, it caused the club to shed a lot of on contract players. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. from 2018 onwards, know, it's from 2018 to today, we had to basically shed con- shed a lot of player contracts and pay for oh, shit. Pay, pay other clubs. And yeah. the CEO at the time, five years ago, well, six years ago now, 2018, said, that, look, because of what the, the neglect of the previous administration, we can only sign players on a minimal wage. Yeah. So that meant, like, basically, we're going to sign New South Wales Cup players. So basically, from 2018 to like, you know, 2020, we can only buy players on a minimum wage. Yeah. And uh, we also, that, during that time, we were able to shed a couple of players who were on contract, but that yeah. just wasn't enough. You know, it was just so bad. And, you know, like, during that time, it was just basically dogs trying to fight towards the spoon. And as a fan, it was just one of the most heartbreaking things to see. Well, unfortunately, my friend, Sean, that's the thing with football. No team is going to be guaranteed a grand final. That's it. Um, every team goes through their shit times, like paramedic yeah. eels. I don't know what's happened. Tigers. How many losses is this for West? Three in a row now? Yeah, three in a row, Steve. So how can uh, West Tigers start to win? What what would be your suggestion for the club? I don't know, Steve. Like it's 
I honestly don't know because they've tried a lot of different stuff and nothing's worked. I think it's the type of players they got, Sean. Yeah, like to me, look. I think Steve, they just you know I'm trying you know to keep it as diplomatic as possible, but you know they just gotta go look for that loss and be like it just top players look. Thank you, but you're no longer required. That's it. Mm. Without naming people. Yeah. Very hard to do that, eh? But it's just it's business at the end of the day. Yeah, be interesting to see you know Patrick's take on it. Yeah. Oh well, such is life, mate. That's it. Like, you know, well, at least now the dogs, you know, we're starting to get out of the dark times and. Mm. I think we see brighter days ahead, at least from last year onwards, we can sign, you know, better play. We've been, we're now given the ability to sign better players like Josh Carr, Matt Burton, mm. Kikau, Reed Mahoney, and other dogs too, you know, Reed Mahoney. Mm. He's, you know, you know what I'm talking about, the guy with the white head gear? Yeah. Like the dogs. He was, he was shown the door by the dogs back in 2015. Why? He wasn't deemed good enough by by the previous by the administration at the time in in Hasler. So where was he going to go? Parramatta. Oh, uh, but what did he go or not? He went to Parramatta for like from you know since that time. From he was at Parramatta from twenty sixteen to last year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So in NRL, can players be traded during the season? Or do they have to finish their contracts before they're shown the door? Well, players can be shopped around, but other clubs will have to be willing to take on their salary. Otherwise, yeah. they'll just let the contracts run out. Oh, and they'll just be there on the bench, just on the practice squad, pretty much. Yeah, basically. Yeah, because NFL, any time players get, like, you could play for Arizona Cardinals and then next week, oh, you're playing for the Rams. You've been yeah. traded. And then you yeah. have to go through all that trouble to move yourself to another city, find accommodation to rent, send money back home to your wife or kids, and, you know, and then, ah, oh, fuck. You'd hate to do that, wouldn't you? Yeah, like... I remember, you know, the 2021 NFL season, like, mm. we traded our quarterback at the time for the mm. Jared Goff or Matthew Stafford, who yeah. was the quarterback at the time. And I remember at that time being sceptical because the Detroit Lions, they didn't have a great winning record. Yeah. But it proved a masterstroke because that same year we won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's... You know, some teams, Steve, you're, you're always that, you get that missing piece and that's it. It's kind of I know. Hard. Oh, well, that's that's the nature of NFL. It's one of the most cutthroat businesses in the world. And you think, my God, you know, the like I've said before, these contracts are not guaranteed like rugby league. Like, like we said, if you get shown the door in rugby league, well, you still get your salary just to turn up to practice every week. And just That's be on the band. 
Like, you know, you, you, you can play for one club and get paid by what? Your current club and you know, your previous club. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's football, but, you know, playing this fantasy is teaching me a lot about running a football business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all yeah, right, mate. Life, mate. Yeah. yeah, it's good fun. Um, yeah, but that, that's a rare, I guess, teaches you about what uh, real life is all about, owning a football team. Yeah. Yeah, rugby, rugby league. Like I remember, I was to- talking here yesterday or a couple of days. Like it's such a dangerous sport, and like by the time these guys, these players are hitting thirty, they just can't take it anymore. Their bodies are done. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, last year Josh Jackson, our previous captain, retired because his body couldn't take it anymore. I know. And landing on that, um, on the grass too. That's not. That's not. Very nice to hit, land on, especially if you take a big hit. Yeah, land on your back. Yeah. You know, That's you know. Difficult. I know in NFL in the sixties they they were using astroturf. <laughs> Fuck that! That must have been shit. That's like almost like concrete. Yeah. You should look it up. Artificial turf in the NFL. You you'll know, you'll see. Yeah, Players wear cleats instead of studs, and like they, like the turf, like uh, players have had their ankles rolled or missed opportunities because the turf monster gets you, Sean, and yeah. trips you over. So I wish True. the NFL would honestly use real grass. Come on, yeah, beautiful, decent grass. But the problem is, like, it costs. Yeah, you you can look at it from rugby league's point of view that it costs the team owner a lot of money to maintain it. Of course. It's like uh, if say they play a concert at uh, Acorn Stadium and the grass gets a bit of damage, the the event promoter has to pay for that. True. Uh, no, it's interesting. Yeah. That's in the nature of the beast, I guess. This is the nature of the beast, my friend. But uh, next, uh, this Saturday, we've got the New South Wales state election coming up. That's going to be very interesting. I know people are disappointed in the Perite government, Sean. Everyone has their pins on them, my friend. I know, and, um, you know, uh, I'm thinking to myself, you know, has the New South Wales Liberal government started going to left greeny views on carbon emissions and gender equality? You know, the, the, both the Liberal and Labor Party, Sean, in this country, they're, they're, they're turned to shit. Oh, it's... To me, Steve, it's just for just trying to get votes. That's all it is. I know in the NDIS as well, it's always, always has to be a shit fight with them. Yeah, it's been rough sailing with them for you guys, for you. I know, the especially the, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you had issues with them. 
Yeah, the aged care as well. Haven't really helped my grandparents. You know, the my aged care. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I'm to the point, I'm I'm just fed up. And, you know, you get days, you just want to go off at your caseworker on the phone. Been quite a few times I've gotten to that point. Mm-hmm. So I just say things just as they are, as they are on, on this show. On this show. Yeah, I think you've spoken a few times about them on your show in the past. I know. And people need to understand the truth that this is taxpayers' money, Sean, that's funding yeah. for our yeah. care. And yet, mm-hmm. where is our care? Disneyland. Exactly. And yet my age care will go and sponsor the cricket, advertise on, you know, what what's that what are those advertising boards you see on on the on the boundary? Billboards? Yeah, billboards. That's, oh god, that'd be expensive to advertise that. Yeah. I'll go and sponsor cricket. They've got the money to go and sponsor the cricket on channel nine, but Yet they want to stuff the elderly people around for care. Like, come, that's this pathetic. Yeah, it's not white. Yeah, how how funny was the advertisement on the goalpost yesterday? Laundry uh, at Belmont. Laundry. Yeah, laundry. It said laundry. I'm thinking, ah, you got to do wash wash your clothes. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was laundry. You know what you do, you wash them. <laughs> I think ah, oh, that would be look good for my grandma. He's the other laundry's a rich man. Yeah, they pay a lot of money to advertise. He's a he's a head sponsor, Steve. He's our main sponsor. He's making all yeah, the money. Good on him. Yeah, that's it. Have good on him. Show. Yeah, you never know, mate. You never know. That's it. That's it. Uh, saw Sonny Bill Williams on the Instagram page for the Bulldogs. Have got on him uh, doing some media coverage. I know. I don't understand why people don't like him. What? Why do they have a grudge against him? Well, what my dad said to you yesterday, Steve. He he walked down the Bulldogs in a time of need, uh, especially after signing a five-year contract. You know. And left it basically without telling anybody. Did he get in trouble for that? Yeah, he did. He basically, you know, it, like, you know, I took him to court and the court said, look, you can't play for, you know, for, for, for five years. Host for the Bulldogs. What happened then? And not once during those five years did he ever come back. He went to, to you know, once the ban was lifted, he went to the Roosters. Yeah. Why? Why did he have problem with the contract in the first place? What? What for? For money, mate. As usual. Well, how much money yeah. does he want? He's getting a fuckload of money to play in the yeah. NRL. What, what more do you want? I mean, yeah, I mean the dogs literally gobbled off half their loss all the time just to keep him, and that's how he repays them. Yeah. So I mean, look. You know, a lot of that's why a lot of Bulldogs fans, you know, don't don't forgive him. Especially yeah. at the time when we're running dead last and we need all the help we could get. 
or was the Bulldogs becoming a one-man team at the time? Well, by that time, Steve, most of the 2004 team left because of the salary cap, because of the salary cap. And, and yeah. Putting it over reserve graders. And, like, you know, guys like Hazel Masri, Luke Patton, all them could only do so much. Yeah. And Sonny Bill could have, you know, stayed and helped. Well, exactly. That's exactly right, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is football, Sean. True. Players are going to bitch, complain about their salary. I mean, Sonny Bill Williams will go and do boxing. He'll probably get, you know, he'll lose a fight and he'll get a million dollars out of it. Yeah. And sponsorships and all that. I remember Hazemal Masri many years ago. He said, "Well, he could." He said, "You know what? He could probably do netball next." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. So uh, it's, it's all money. See, what you want the money? You, you do anything you always, to get it. That's it. People go to the highest bidder. That's all football is, mate. It's true, Steve. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's not as cutthroat as NFL, NRL, at least, and that, that's what the good thing is. That's true, mate. Yeah, that, that's what the uh, positivity is of um, our great Australian game. That's it, Steve. You know, but um, no, I've been, you know, keeping fit, keeping healthy. Um, Go on, you, it, you know, doing the podcast, of course, YouTube as well. Uh, yeah, and just enjoying it. You know, excited for my new endeavors going to the NRL. Getting you know, out of the house. As we need, Steve. You know, sometimes we need to take a new direction in our lives. I know. You know, like it's... Yeah. And I'm happy. You know what, Steve? Like it's... You can't keep going the same direction forever, mate. I know. I know. Exactly. Steve. You know, and... Um, yeah, enjoying my spiritual practice as well, so I keep on doing that. That's that's a discipline, having a spiritual practice. Of course. And uh, just trying to eat, eat as healthy as I can, you know. Yeah. Be healthy, mate. That's what you need to do. Yeah, doing yoga, it's... practice yoga, and enjoying life to the best of my abilities. You know, like I, me, I go to the gym, go to my personal trainer, mm-hmm. eat healthy, it's all you can ask for. So exactly. For exactly. You know, you've got to enjoy the gym. Come back on stage when the timer runs out too. Yeah, how long do we have left? You oh, got... shit, 40 seconds. Oh, no. <laughs> Time goes fast. And you having fun? Yeah. Yeah, it's like... um. Yeah, it's, it's you know, 
there's issues now with Disney Plus. Uh, they took down an episode of The Simpsons because they were referencing China, and uh, now I don't understand that. Oh boy, more more PC stuff. I know. It's gonna run out. Yeah, come back on. Yeah, the whole PC culture is just uh, really silly, I guess. Really, really silly and uh, stupid at the same time. It, to me, Steve, it's just they're trying to rewrite history. But look, you can't change history. No? Yeah. You don't learn from the past. You can't I change know. it. Well, exactly. But human history, people have done messed up things. You can't change it. You know, look. I know. You just move, you only learn and move on from it. Yeah. You know, like it's just we live in a society now where people don't want to say anything because out of fear of offending somebody. But look, not not half the time people will be like, look, you have to talk how it is, and that's it. People don't like it. Then well, that's what I. That's it. Yeah. That's what. That's what I do on the Stephen Shields radio show, Sean. I tell it as it is, and I've been shadow banned and cancelled myself, but I'm just going to keep telling it as it is. Well, it's like what to me. If you don't don't share the same opinion as a certain person, then you know you get cancelled or you get in trouble. Yeah, I'm sick of it. I don't know, mate. Like it's look, someone's look. I know. Look, people aren't going to agree with my views, but I'm not going to. I'm uh, not going to go out of my way and bloody cancel them. I know. It's like um, blockade Australia. These climate change activists. Remember the stuff? Uh, I think was it this? Was it last year or that they, they were just holding up the the roads? Yeah. I remember all the floods going on? Yep. Or super gluing themselves on museum paintings. Yeah, and and I'm thinking, them? yeah, who'd be stupid enough to do that? No, I want to make no, make them pay all the damages. That's it. Heck, you know, I've seen yeah. YouTube videos of what pissed off motorists actually getting out of the car, out of their cars, and dragging the, the protesters off the road. Yeah, do it, you know. Shame on these climate change activists who want to go and uh, put people's lives in danger, yeah. cost the taxpayers money with the police having to rescue them. Yeah, look, because oh, we we're going to believe in climate change. Look, look, look people believe. Look, most people believe in what caring for the environment. You know, which we should, yeah. but not. You know, holding up, but not. Going about it by holding up traffic or supergluing yourself on on walls or museum pieces or on the floor. Exactly. Like, what do you do? Exactly. What you to do is basically what one, you know, get yourself in trouble, and two, experience a lot of pain in your hands because you've what haven't really had your hands forcefully whipped off on the floor or wall. You know, to to. Due to your stupidity of super gluing yourself onto it. And having yeah. your skin ripped off because of it and howling in pain. 
you know, for I know due to it. Well, you know, people have have a choice. They want to do stupid shit like that. They're going to suffer the consequences. That's it. I've one saying, like Steve. Every decision you make, no matter how big, no matter how small, has consequences. Yeah. Exactly. You know, look, I, when I make a decision, I always think about the consequences. You know? Exactly. Yeah. You know, look, you know, I chose to come on your radio show, and I've done so for many years, and the consequences are, you know, I've expressed my views, and we've had a good conversations. Nah, it's awesome, dude. It's one of the best podcasts in Sydney, Australia. It is. You know, because I say things as they are, freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it, you know, exactly. It was my choice to go to the footy yesterday, too, and I enjoyed it. That's it. Look, it's, you made the right decision, my friend. Yeah. And I chose to stick by my team during the last few years, and I'll continue to do so. Good on you. you got to do that. you got to stick by your team. That's it. You know, you keep sticking by your team. Because, you know what, because the good times will be sweet. Be sweeter. I know. We need more good times in our life, but we will. Every team goes through a rough patch. You know, like, I'm, like, I know this one will be relevant, but Scott Hall, rest in peace, once said, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was a good wrestler. Yeah. Oh, he was a great wrestler. He's one of the best wrestlers in the business. He was. You know, look, you know it was a rugby league play, player died today as well. John Satellite played for South Sydney. His son, yeah. Scott, played for the Penrith Panthers. And was uh, and is famous for his attack on the Chaz before he grand final. John Sattler. Yeah. John Sattler's son. Yeah. John Sattler died today. Yeah. And his son Scott played for the Panthers in 2003 grand final. Yeah, I remember that. That was was a good match. Yeah. Then a year later, the Dogs won their their recent and eighth premiership. I know. <laughs> I know, but um, you know, still early in the round. It's uh, too early to Bulldogs are eighth now on the ladder, but the 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 what do they call it? The table is always changing. It is, Steve. Look, it's early in season. You know, like, I mean. Anything can happen, my friend. I know. Yeah. yeah. Miracles can happen. See, mate. In this game. Eight. Oh, man. We've got to beat the Warriors this week, man. We need to. They're playing in New Zealand. You want to go? 
<laughs> yeah. I wish. My grandma's like, oh, you want to go? I'll be like, hell yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Wouldn't mind, but. Yeah. You know, that, that that's what you got to do. Yeah. Wonder how the weather is in New Zealand anyway. It'd be a lot cooler than here. That's that's football they they play and they play in all types of weather. It's just what we do. And it's life, isn't it? But uh I think that uh yes, you know you gotta see it from you know, fans' point of view as well, that, you know, people want to be entertained. I guess. You there? Uh, Looks like I lost you. But, uh, no, that's, that's that's what life is. It's all about entertainment in the game and uh, enjoying time while we can as well is what I believe in. You know, I feel now that Yeah, things, uh, the world is always changing, I guess, the whole economy of the world, world economy in general, is changing at the same time as well. So, yeah, uh, look, I guess I'll leave it there. Uh, I'd like to say... Uh, it just looked like we got a bit of technical glitches at the moment. That's okay. It was a great episode with Sean Samort as well. Sean, thanks for coming on the Stephen Shields radio show. It's always great to have you on. It's always wonderful to have a com- great conversation with you and uh, always enjoy this time with you. Great day at Belmore Oval yesterday. Guys, please like, share, and subscribe to the Stephen Shields radio show. Turn on your notifications wherever you get a new podcast. New podcasts are available every Friday at 6 p.m. Sydney, Australia time. Bye for now.